Good afternoon. Welcome to the FactSet Weekly Market Recap. Today is Friday, March 10th. U.S. equities were lower this week, with the Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ falling 4.4, 4.6, and 4.7% respectively. The S&P posted its worst weekly performance since September and the NASDAQ since November. All sectors were down, with banks the big decliner for the week amid the SVB financial failure. The KBW Bank Index posted the worst weekly performance since March of 2020, falling 16%, with some acute weakness across other names markets deemed risky. Insurance names and fund and asset managers were also among the worst performers in financials. Discretionary groups were broadly weaker, including retail, autos, and travel and leisure. Cyclicals were broadly weaker too, including transports, building materials, and construction and engineering, though semis were a relative outperformer. Commodity-linked groups were broadly weaker, including industrial metals and agricultural chemicals. Energy was a laggard as crude sold off on recession fears, with EMPs and oil field services among the worst groups. The FANMAG complex was broadly in line, though cloud, cybersecurity, and payments underperformed. Some of the relative outperformers included defensives and flight-to-safety groups like grocers, convenience stores, beverages, precious metals, miners, and large-cap pharma. Home builders were also a relative outperformer on a rate tailwind. Treasuries rallied across the curve with some curve steepening, with Friday's gains counting for the bulk of the gains. The dollar index was little change for the week, with some weakness on the yen cross but slight gains on the euro and sterling crosses. Gold finished the week up 0.7%. Bitcoin futures were down over 10%. WTI crude was down 3.8% for the week. The biggest story of the week was the volatility around Fed rate path expectations. Into Friday, two-year yields made the biggest downward two-day move since 9-11 and Black Monday in 1987. The market pricing for peak Fed funds rate was nearly 5.8% after Fed Chair Powell's appearance in front of the Senate Banking Committee on Tuesday, though fell to around 5.25% by Friday afternoon. At his appearance, Powell said that if data indicate that faster tightening is warranted, The Fed is prepared to increase the pace of rate hikes. Powell's comments pushed pricing for a 50 basis point hike at the March FOMC meeting on March 22nd to around 80%. However, those odds fell to under 40% by Friday amid a batch of labor market data, as well as recession and financial system concerns. Thursday's initial jobless claims report came in higher than expected, while continuing claims tied for the highest print since January of last year. Friday's February non-farm payrolls report showed a headline print of 311,000, higher than consensus for 215,000. However, average hourly earnings growth was cooler than expected, up two-tenths of a percent month-over-month, down from January's three-tenths and below consensus for four-tenths, trends which economists said lessened fears of labor market overheating. A number of street economists reiterated calls for a 25-basis-point hike in March, but noted risk remains to the upside pending Tuesday's CPI report and other key data ahead of the meeting. The Treasury rally was also driven by some flight-to-safety dynamics and recession fears. Thursday's sell-off was driven in part by bank updates that played into concerns around the cumulative impact of the Fed tightening cycle. SVB Financial was taken over by U.S. regulators on Friday, the second-largest bank failure since the 2008 collapse of Washington Mutual. The failure came after concerns around its balance sheet after the value of its portfolio of mortgage bonds and U.S. Treasuries fell by $15 billion amid the Fed rate hike cycle. The bank hoped to raise $2.25 billion of capital to cover those losses, 
but on Friday instead moved to explore a potential sale. The situation magnified other financial sector concerns, including bank balance sheets, liquidity and funding pressures, higher deposit beta headwinds on net interest income, securities losses, private company valuations, credit deterioration, and the heightened potential for a systemic or credit event. However, some sell-side analysts said SVB's issues were idiosyncratic. Wells Fargo analysts said that SVB was a worse case and that the failure was driven by a lack of diversification given reliance on VCs. Morgan Stanley analysts also said that they don't believe there is a liquidity crunch facing the banking industry. Instead, the issue is a rising cost of liquidity, which will likely remain a headwind to net interest margin, revenue, and EPS. The S&P financial sector fell by 8% for the week, the worst weekly performance for the sector since June of 2020. However, Reuters noted that despite the idiosyncratic argument, there was a surge in options trades to protect against downside in banking stocks. Elsewhere, crypto bank Silvergate announced it would voluntarily liquidate after weeks of customer withdrawals and a number of crypto trading platforms cutting business with the bank. In addition to the higher-for-longer Fed rate risk, a key bearish argument remains the focus on curve inversion. The two-year, 10-year spread hit minus 110 basis points this week, a fresh post-1981 low, before falling in the end of the week back towards minus 90 basis points. Other bearish arguments include uncertainty around the disinflationary path, a still tight labor market, technical dynamics with the S&P back below the 200-day moving average after a late-week sell-off, and Washington drama, including this week's updates on the Biden budget and debt ceiling. There are still a few bullish arguments, including potential for an even flatter rate path than expected, given some better labor market signals, as seen in the dovish repricing this week. Some positive corporate trends were also highlighted this week, including strong retail demand and inventory trends, as well as a better semiconductor backdrop and China reopening momentum. Next week brings another set of key reports that are seen as important catalysts headed into the March FOMC meeting. February CPI is out Tuesday. Previews noted upside risk after the Mannheim Used Vehicle Value Index was up 4.3% in February, the biggest month-over-month increase since 2009. Bank of America economists said they still see core services rising by 0.54% month-over-month on stronger shelter and non-shelter components, implying inflationary pressures are still only diminishing slowly. February PPI and retail sales are out Wednesday, followed by Friday's Michigan consumer sentiment. That's it for this edition of the FactSet Weekly Market Recap. Have a good weekend, everyone.